We are live. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Episode one of the reboot. (laughs) Yeah, man. Welcome. Welcome, everyone. All two of you who listen. Episode one of Stone Cold Sobriety. The most sober podcast we've ever done. We're both on nothing right now. It's going to be so sober. You're not on anything? Not right now. Wow. Yeah, man. I couldn't quite call the bottom last time. I don't think you can ever call the bottom, but last time and this time straddle the bottom Mm. because July 14th was day one of Stone Cold Sobriety and we are still here. Stone Cold Sober. Painfully sober. Not bad. That's five days. It is currently July 19th. Mm -hmm. I like to think of it as six. Yeah, Mm. let's go with six. And when I released the seven, so basically a week, so I'm pretty much out of the woods. Been having some yeah. crazy dreams. It's yeah, weird. But- it's it's uh, coming off of weed is rough though, because I was on it for pain numbing reasons, and as soon as I'm off of it, I have trouble sleeping because of this jaw issue. So I need to get this tongue surgery, this phrenectomy. <sighs> In the meantime, pretty miserable over here. Have you ever seen the tongue surgeries that people get to become more like snakes? No, pray do tell. People will get um, surgeries to split their tongues in half. And I guess when you do that, then you can control each half independently. What the fuck? People really do this? Yeah. (laughs) That's so creepy. How could anyone date a person who has a snake tongue? I feel like it'd be incredible. I mean, it'd probably be good for going down on a girl, but that's about it. I was thinking the other way around, like if they're going down on you. Oh. With the stink mm, tongue? Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> That'd probably be nice. So I think huge turn on if I see somebody, if I see a girl with a snake tongue, huge turn on. Plus, you know, she's probably into other snake things. Mm-hmm. And that's not a far cry from your niche of goth girls, witches, vampires, Quetzalcoatl, <laughs> the Mayan feathered snake god. But don't you have to give up all these esoteric, strange, strange? Don't you have to give it all up now for the love of your life? Yeah, but she's uh, you know, goth enough. She's the type of goth which I like, which is like not all the time. Mm-hmm. That's know? pretty critical. Yeah, you gotta you gotta be capable of the character, but not as committed as like Alex Jones. Yeah. She knows when to be normal, which is cool. Definitely. You can take her and show her to the family and stuff. Yeah, exactly. I've definitely met some witches that were witches 24 seven. And there's something to be said about commitment of the bit, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, most of the time it's not worth it. Yeah. Fuck that. Damn. So crazy dude feel like I'm exhausted with the world's craziness and I'm worried that there's going to be a new wave of something. I don't know if it's going to be COVID coming back, the numbers going back up or the monkeypox that they're trying to hype up. But so I, I might need to go to the US for this tongue surgery and I'm scared of getting stuck there. I've definitely on the news today, I saw two headlines. One was monkeypox vaccine. Should you get it? <laughs> Which is just like, that's what we're going to do now. Every time there's something, we're all going to rush to get an experimental vaccine for it. 
yeah, dude, that's the only way to show you're woke. And um, COVID, same thing. Oh, cases are spiking again. Do you want to get the fourth booster? <laughs> the BA5 variant, worst variant ever. It's weird to me that, like, I'm not really, I'm not a virologist, but how come it went, like, Delta, whatever, and then once it got to Omicron, they just kept doing offshoots of Omicron? Yeah, I couldn't tell you, dude. They want to have some kind of consistency in this totally inconsistent narrative? Beats me. But your best friend in the whole wide world, Dr. Anthony Fauci, uh, did say that he was going to retire at the end of Biden's presidency. Damn, okay. Um, hmm. That's probably a bombshell to you because I know how much you look up to Dr. Anthony Fauci. <laughs> I don't know what I'll do without him. <laughs> I won't know. I won't know how to get my 12th booster. I think most people won't. They'll be lost without him. Do you, you never, you never got it, right? I never, never got nothing. Got nothing. I was turned away from a diner two weeks ago. Did I tell you this? No, they're still doing that. Just one diner. It was very confusing. Oh, you did mention like the hipster spot yeah. in Logan Square. Is this that? Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> so they were like, show me your papers and you didn't have them? Couldn't eat? Exactly. Yeah, you know, there's always like one person that's still talking about Game of Thrones, even though it was dumb and it's been over for five years. <laughs> yeah, but my worry is if they bring this back with the vengeance, then everyone's going to be like even more militant. Yeah, I wonder if I feel like, like when we went to the Dominican, everybody was so over all of it. You know, they like the procedures were so for appearance sake and nothing else. The tests mm -hmm. we were clearly a facade because they didn't want us booking up their hotel. I don't even know what to say about it at this point, dude. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's just I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure it's over. I'm pretty sure we're out of the woods on that front. Now, you really think so? Like, why would the news be doing this shit if we were out of the woods? I think like. You know, while it's still a popular search term, they're going to still try to print articles about it. But there's less and less. And as people check out, eventually they'll stop. Like, Man, I'm hanging on your every word because I want you to be right so badly. But I just feel like you're not. I feel like this medical tyranny is going to come and go and come and go for years until the entire social order breaks down. Like, because if I think we talked about this last time, but it was like when you asked people what their top three like political issues were on either side they were more or less just what's trending in the news right now mm -hmm. so yeah i think people just go by what's what's trending in the news which is very annoying because it's it's very inconsistent in general now it's all about gun violence here it's mm -hmm. all about is gun violence yeah yeah that's picking up steam but if they if they hype up whatever it is monkeypox new wave of covid or whatever they could do mail-in voting and lockdowns again for the midterms that could be a convenient way for the democrats to stay in power it's really crazy to me that like the democrats probably had no shot in the midterms or in the re-election of staying in power because of like what a botched job the last couple of years have been mm -hmm. um but then the Republicans went so hard 
right on their leanings, like with the Roe v. Wade shit and yeah. the gun control shit. Um, yeah. But it really alienated anybody that was on the fence and made them go hard left, which is very, very bizarre to me why they would want to do that. Yeah, I know. It was crazy timing for the Roe v. Wade thing. Like the Republicans didn't have to do anything and they would have had it locked in, I'm sure. And now women are mad. No, it's Everyone's mad. I'm mad. It's Everyone's dumb. mad. It's, you know, you're rolling back the clock. What, 60? You're going to redo policies that were put in place 60 years ago? You think that yeah. was the number one issue bothering the country? Was that thing? Uh, yeah, I think uh, there's some old dinosaur Supreme Court justices who somehow do. The number one prevailing conspiracy on the topic seems to be that the powers that be need a steady supply of poor people to do menial labor. And that is the cause of this. I don't. I what? can't. So they the poor people would be the non-aborted kids yeah. that would have been aborted. That's so stupid. Yeah. I, I can't really get behind any of it just because I don't think it would make a significant change of the population in either direction. Right. It, yeah, it probably wouldn't. And I also don't believe in any conspiracy that says anything beyond 10 years from now because the world's so unstable. Who knows what it's going to look like? Yeah, man, that would be pretty. I would love if it was unveiled that there is some secret group pulling <laughs> the strings for 200 years, but it's like, you know, you haven't done a very stable job in any of it. Yeah, I don't believe in any one ominous they, but I believe in many shady dealings from many corrupt parties. What do you think about Hunter Biden? <laughs> I want to be loved like Hunter Biden is loved. Like in the debate when they were bringing up his crack addiction or whatever, and Joe Biden was like, you know, my son had a problem and he got through it and I'm proud of him. I want to be loved like that. You know, I want to be able to be a derelict crackhead littering my iCloud with pictures of me and prostitutes and, and still have my dad love me. Isn't it crazy that he keeps doing it? He's still doing it now, today? Yeah, there was like a recent thing of like leak of him in a sensory deprivation tank smoking crack. <laughs> in a sensory deprivation tank? Yeah, he was inside of a sensory deprivation <laughs> tank smoking because he was like an artist, you know? Yeah, crack is like the last drug that I would think an artist in a sensory deprivation tank would choose, you know, like DMT or mushrooms, like that makes sense, but crack? Yeah, it's weird. Maybe he was smoking, maybe he was smoking DMT. What do these boomers know about Hunter Biden and what drugs he's doing, right? He paints watercolors. We don't know what he's smoking. They don't have his blood, but it looks like a crack pipe, but it could be DMT. DMT is white rock and a little Dude, I think buzz. I think he's a pretty good dude overall, and he's just being vilified. I'm with you. Like, jumping to these conclusions about crack. He's just doing good, honest work on the board of Ukrainian energy companies, and everyone's hating. Isn't that crazy? He's on Ukrainian energy companies. He sells these watercolor paintings for half a million, a million dollars a pop. Who's buying them? His cronies, the Bidenistas. Yeah, who wants to own an original? I guess I do now, now that he blew up for smoking crack. Maybe AOC buys him. Have you ever heard of this guy, Alex Stein? No, who's that? He's this guy who recently harassed AOC, but previous to that, 
he was going to all these city council meetings and trolling them about vaccine mandates and stuff. Like he would just go to these city council meetings where everyone's, you know, drab and speaking in a monotone way about policy. And he'd like break out a rap about how everyone has to get vaccinated by force. He, Pretty funny guy. But he harassed AOC? Yeah. He kind of lost me there because previously I found him so entertaining. But uh, he AOC was walking up the Capitol steps and he was like, look at AOC, big booty Latina, my favorite big booty Latina. AOC, you look so sexy. And then she Instagrammed about it because the police officer didn't do anything. So she went on a big tirade. Um, yeah, it was sad. AOC's a clown. Alex Stein's a clown. Everyone's a clown. We're in a clown world. And Dude, America's the most clown-like. It's a, everyone's a clown and we're in a big circus. We're watching the show. So what but, do we do? Do we don our face paint and do an act? Well, I remember in the January 6th aftermath initially, she made this long Instagram live post about the trauma that she felt watching um, the rioters storm the Capitol. But she was not in the Capitol. <laughs> she, but was, she just felt the trauma through osmosis. She felt and still, still feels trauma, you know, because she felt unsafe that day because they stormed the Capitol. AOC's just tapped into the pain body. She feels mm. too much. I relate. Exactly. So, you know, I think, I think she'll be a good president in two years. AOC. Wait, do you think Biden's going to rerun? You think it'll be someone new? I don't think Biden is capable of stringing together a debate. <laughs> like I, I don't think he was before, but I think now it's really obvious. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I thought it was going to be Kamala for a while, but everyone hates her too much. So maybe you're right. Yeah, it seems like they're both um, on their way out. I don't know. Like I don't really get that much news or definitely not that much unbiased news in general, but it seems like you know they're two of the least liked people in modern history mm -hmm. yeah all of our leaders are just progressively less and less liked yeah everybody loved w and there was genuine reason <laughs> not to yeah it's so nuts he was like 91 percent approval after the 9-11 speech when he's like we don't negotiate with terrorists everyone loved it Everyone, yeah, and then they tried to throw a shoe at him, right? Mm-hmm. That was in Iraq, right? I think so. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah, that guy was a clown. He was worse. He was worse than Trump for sure. But I guess everyone's just souring on all of it. The whole system. People are over how politics works, and for good reason. I think it was worse than Trump um, in practice, but not in rhetoric. Yeah, that's true. He was more palatable. Yeah, Trump is, was so like vile and repulsive in his last year in office. I, don't, I can't possibly see how he would think that he can run again. I mean, I think he can run again. I think he could probably beat Biden if the Democrats are dumb enough to put Biden again. I think that could happen, but it seems like they're going to convict him on something. That's like what they're trying to do. So you you would think that that would disqualify him from you know could he be the first prison president 
run the country from prison. The first prison president with two non-consecutive terms. Would be very bizarre, but it's just, I don't know, too old, too crazy. Yeah, maybe the Roe v. Wade thing will be a catalyst. We'll have Trump versus Biden, but then the women's marches will just get so big that the whole structure breaks down. You don't think we'll just get AOC first it, email? That's another possibility. Yeah. Well, if AOC ran, yeah, that would be, she would have that momentum. But I think as far as like system breakdown, the aesthetic of two guys who are like 80 plus, um, unable to talk, let alone run the country and a bunch of angry women. That's like the perfect recipe for the whole social order going down. She's probably too young, right? AOC? Yeah. You have to be 35. Is she 35? It Mm, might be. It might be similar. AOC age. She was born in 89. Oh shit. Yeah. She's young. She's three years older than me. 32. Yeah, she can't run. Cannot currently run. In two years, still cannot run. Alexandria Ocasio. Is it Ocasio? I don't know. Ocasio? Cortez. Ocasio. Yeah, probably Ocasio. Cortez took the name of her oppressors. It's crazy. Yeah, it's kind of crazy how everything has the name of oppressors. Like living in Ecuador, it's especially palpable. I mean, just everyone speaking Spanish. True. They should speak. What did Mayan sound like? Does anyone speak Mayan over there? No, Mayans were more like Guatemala, Mexico. I think it was uh, Quechua here. I just bought a book that I have not started yet, but it's Empire of the Summer Moon about the last days of the Comanche. Who are the Comanche? They're just like a plains native, but I think they're the largest Native American plains tribe and you know, they got up to some insane population numbers at some point with like the dominant empire in North America, I think, but I haven't started the book yet. Hmm. It's just a culture of extreme violence, you know, akin to Genghis Khan, but in North America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone was just violent and uncivilized as fuck in the past. It wasn't just the whiteies. Yeah. I mean, Obviously, very unpopular opinion in today's day and age, but one could probably convincingly argue that the Europeans were the most civilized at any point in in the timeline. How could you, man? You need to read White Fragility. Because <laughs> there's you know, definitely all these arguments about how, oh my God, how could they come in here and do these things to these people, but... These are the same people that cut out beating hearts and ate them on altars. <laughs> if you right. see that happen, you're going to be like, oh my God, we have to exterminate these savages. You come from your Anglo background where you think everything's a sin and you should be ashamed of everything. And you see people <laughs> having orgies in blood. What are you going to do? You're not going <laughs> to wipe them out. Let's be real. Yeah. it's. I mean, people have just been fucked up. We're just all getting more conscious very slowly. And I think it's kind of a bad deal to get conscious too quickly because then you get alienated by the culture and you're over everyone. Yeah, that's true. I was just um, at this thing this weekend, you know, 
at this bachelor party. Oh yeah, the whiskey trail or the bourbon trail, right? Bourbon trail. And uh, you know, of the four people there, I'd say at least two of them were very preoccupied with stuff, owning stuff, buying stuff, mm-hmm. you know, loving stuff. I thought it was very funny. <laughs> One of them was talking about how he had these problems with the car dealership. Um, and he had gone back and forth and eventually they refunded some bogus charge they pinned on him purchasing the vehicle. Mm-hmm. But his justification was that he's like, I think we got such a good deal on the car that they felt that they had to screw us, you know, on something else. Which I found hilarious because it ain't no dealership letting anybody walk out with an actual good deal. That's what they make you think. Mm-hmm. And then the other guy was like, yeah, I got a really good deal on my car. The other guy was like, yeah, I got a really good deal on my Okay. So the four of us, 100% of the people in this car got a really good deal. That's... 100% of the people hamster rationalized themselves into believing that. Yeah, right? Because that's there's would be like it goes against the definition of good if we're all getting it. It's the normal deal. <laughs> yeah, I think that like people just do what they want to do and then like as long as they can justify that it worked out really well, they're chilling. A hundred percent. That's what's going on. They've made up their mind long before. And they're like, how am I going to work this into the narrative? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I think people just aren't very conscious of why they do what they do. Myself included. Like, like with, uh, you know, healing my jaw and doing these exercises to get my tongue in the right spot and all this stuff. Like I haven't been consistent in like doing it very well. And, you know, there's no rational reason for that other than like subconscious beliefs. You know, I think I subconsciously have just hated myself and therefore sabotaged my attempts to create a happy life. Mm, That's deep. Yeah, it is. It is deep, man. I'm trying to make the turn. I think I'm making the turn, but it's a long turn and it's ugly and it's not a very entertaining podcast. We need some crazy shit to talk about. I know. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think. Um, <laughs> the most um, boring consciousness porn ever. Seriously. Because I, I don't know. I feel like I'm getting kind of upset with weed lately. Yeah. Because I feel Mary like. Jane is a trickster plant, dude. You got to get off. You got to well, get stone cold sober. I feel like um, I'm apathetic all the time on it. Mm-hmm. Which for most things is good because I don't want to stress out about, you know, Joe Biden. I don't care really. Right. Right. Um, but then it's like for, you know, my family and friends, I should probably be more conscious of of what's going on. So I can't be too apathetic in that sense. Yeah. I mean, weed makes you apathetic about everything. You Every- got to care about some stuff. Exactly. But... Oh, coming off of it, dude, it's like I care way too much. The smallest things irritate me. Oh, so, yeah. I'm just so easily yeah. triggered. It's, it's lame. I hate being that way, but uh, I've got to go through it. Oh, yeah. The last time I came off it for a week, I cried for like two hours straight. Really? <laughs> yeah. One yeah that's days. not much worse just than it's been for me. I just started crying, yeah. So you you've like hardly ever been off for even a week? Yeah, I mean, when I was in Albania, um, that was almost two weeks. I didn't smoke because I was there. 
Um, that was probably the last time mm-hmm. that I was stone cold sober for an extended stretch of time. Yeah. And I mean, good to do it there, I guess. It's a peaceful environment. Yeah. And it's like when everything's novel around you, you don't really want to mm-hmm. do, you know, because the routine's thrown off anyway. So there's no triggers to be like, all right, this is what we do. Yeah. But once Sorry. you realize things, obviously, like, and then you're back to the routine, you get, it's just ingrained into the things you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if it's deep enough in there. Yeah. I'm starting to question if any substances are a good deal. Like weed is so convincing. There've been so many times where I'm getting high and I'm like, oh, this is so clearly helpful. I mean, it, it did like help me not be overwhelmed by pain, but in the long run, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like I would, I like it still and I would be hesitant to blame any substances and any, you know, decisions that I make at the end of the day, I choose to. Oh yeah. Substances sometimes. Well, it's all in the relationship to the substance. Like, why are you using it? Like if you're drinking alcohol to celebrate or something, that could be fine. If you're drinking alcohol to numb pain or smoking weed to numb pain, then it's obviously not sustainable. Definitely a slippery slope, but we should think about rebranding the pod, rebooting (laughs) the pod. How should we do it? Hmm. I mean, I still like the porn stars idea, but that would require me to be in the U.S. more probably. Yeah. Also, I just don't know how interesting. I mean, we would have an audience because, you know, people would look out for that, but I don't know how interesting the conversations would be. Yeah, probably not that interesting unless we found really good porn stars. Yeah, I don't know, man. I want to like have a character. I think being myself has just gotten boring. So I got to just like pick someone to be and be that person. But weren't you going to do this a while back? Yeah, we've talked about it. Yeah, who are you going to do? Well, I gave Alex Jones a shot. Sometimes. <laughs> That's probably not the best one to choose. That one's out of favor at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I but gotta I develop an alter ego. I thought you were gonna consume a bunch of specific media. Was that was that you? That was specific that? media? Yeah. I don't recall. You know, like if I want to be more like Joe Rogan, for example, then I will just immerse mm. myself in Rogan podcasts. Mm -hmm. that'll make me more Rogan-esque or if I want to be more Alex Jones I'll immerse myself in (laughs) InfoWars not that I do because that's crazy yeah that's a dark path I don't want to take that path either but Hmm. I think that's the move yeah I think so I think especially now if I'm not a rock bottom guy anymore if I'm actually gonna start caring for myself then got to come up with something new. Do you think most people do that? Do what? Emulate. Yeah, I think most people emulate the things they've seen. Oh, yeah. It's probably unconscious. Yeah, I think that's all people do, starting with their parents and then, you know, media, whoever they are exposed to gets mixed in there. But you can... Monkey see, monkey do. By curating all Mm. of your... And then doing some hard immersion therapy. 
but you just don't know what the outcome is going to be. You can think it's going to be a certain way, but then totally have misread the situation. It's true. Yeah, risky business playing with your personality. Who would you want to emulate? <laughs> Alex Jones. <laughs> I got nothing, dude. Yeah, I what, what crazy shit could we pot about? I think we got to do something crazy and just document it. We That's, should go deep into the jungle and try and discover new psychedelics that have never been documented. We're going to die. <laughs> we're going to just die. We're going to either be bitten by something or we're going to take, we're going to ingest something poisonous like that kid from Into the Wild. Yeah, so let's die in a cool way. Chris McCandless has a bigger legacy than you or I at this point. What do we have to lose? No, that dude's a cuck. I don't like that dude. <laughs> Giant cuck. He was kind of a bitch, just like thinking he could go off rejecting everything and everyone and, and it would somehow work out once he's in the wild. Yeah, that whole rejection of every, one thing is super lame, but... My cousin um, over this trip found a meme and it was like a quote and he read it and it was like a baller quote. And I was like, yeah, that's like a super insightful baller quote. He's like, guess who it's by? And I was like, no idea. Hit me. Ted Kaczynski, the Unabomber. Shit. Have you, read, have you read his work? No. It's good. Really? Yeah. What, what is his work? What did he write? He went off to live in a cabin and wrote some crazy manifesto called like the death of industrialized society or something about how we all need to live in intentional communes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a really, you know, well thought out, insightful piece of piece of work. But obviously he's crazy and tried to bomb a bunch of professors for indoctrinating the youth. He was like 20 years ahead of his time. Yeah. <laughs> uh... This is so depressing. This is so depressing. What? Just that it all just keeps happening? The same shit? Uh, yeah, I guess. Just the state of the world. When you say 20 years ahead of his time and just the direction of the world, but then also the impossibility of not existing in it. Yeah, I think you just got to you know tune it all out and go surfing or something. Just have a good time and who gives a fuck? Hmm. Maybe I should try and set the world record for semen retention. What do you think is the world record for semen retention? Oof. I don't know. There are a lot of incels out there. Yeah, world's it's, greatest incel. Oh, it's probably not them, though. They're probably fapping. Not do, a no I don't know. If I can do, if, if I can have non ejaculatory orgasms, I could probably go for a long time. Do you think. Years? Probably not. Probably not. Thing about non-ejaculatory orgasms is like, you know, when you actually come, then you don't feel the need for a while. But when you have an NEO, it's like two hours and then you are horny again. So it doesn't really work. That's like me normally. <laughs> Masturbating every two hours? Every hour on the hour. Maybe that's the move. We should try and <laughs> set the record for coming the most. 
in volume or in frequency? <laughs> Both. Both. A volume would be interesting if there's some sort of Wim Hof technique to, you know, get get crazy amounts of volume. I would be interested in learning it. Yeah, you could get like IV infusions all the time on your cock, so that yeah. there's just a shitload of fluid. Yeah, if and you drink could water get constantly, like a fire hose situation, and just like never pee, just come out your pee. Yeah, there you go, and then you'd be probably the greatest male porn star to ever live. That's all right goal so i guess ron jeremy is the answer i'll just consume a bunch of ron jeremy content and then work on coming all the time i don't think that works because i'm pretty sure he's a rapist and in prison oh really yeah shit gotta be careful who you emulate yeah i'm pretty and the problem with successful men is that turns out a hundred percent of them are rapists you believe all women, which I do, 100% of men who are successful are also rapists. Yeah, dude. They do what all men with power have always done, leverage the power to sex. Yeah, which honestly is kind of lame because I just feel like, you know, if you are in that position... Women are naturally going to want to have sex with you. You don't have to find someone that doesn't want to and change their mind, but maybe that's the thrill they get. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I can't put myself in that psyche. True. Damn. Well, I don't know what happened. He was in Bruce Almighty. Who? Ron Jeremy? Ron Jeremy. Was in Bruce Almighty? Yeah. Huh. And I like a bit roll. Ron Jeremy incoherent at courthouse, rape case suspended for mental health exam. He's looking very old, white beard, white hair, COVID mask on. He failed to recognize his lawyer. He's being evaluated for mental competency. So there's that. Uh, 21 cases of sexual misconduct, by the way. All right, fuck it, dude. I'm just going to be the next Buddha. I'm just going to meditate the rest of my life. Is that what Buddha did? Yeah, pretty much. Just meditated all the time. He sat under a Bodhi tree for 40 days or 30 days. Do you think he regretted it at the end? No, dude. I think he was fucking stoked. I think he was like, I've wasted my life. Well, he didn't really have too many options is the thing. You know, what else was he going to do in a pre-literate society without technology? Well, as a nobility, anything he wanted, hire two people to fight each other. Uh, yeah, right down a valley, make his own tea, which I guess he could still do. You know, become the greatest kombucha dealer in ancient China. You love that. You're obsessed with that, with coming up with a like a niche beverage to sell. Scam. I love the health food scams. I feel like every new age person has a health food scam they're running. But you hate mud water. Yeah, well, you saw the competitors. The competitors are out. Everybody's doing it now. I hate their whole thing. It's like, oh, coffee's disgusting. Our thing is not disgusting. <laughs> you know, both things can exist. You don't have to to peddle your thing through negativity. 
Negativity sells. That's, I don't know, is that true? I think so. I think people have gotten too jaded. And if you just bitch about a lot of problems that people also agree with, that's the quickest way to get support. Dude, I have been researching water quality. I want to do something about my water quality, but I don't know what I want to do about it. I don't know what you can do about it. I want to get really high quality water, maybe just distill it myself and then mix in the salts back. You're going to distill water yourself? Yeah, and then mix in the salts so it still has some salts in it. That sounds tough. You should just find a spring somewhere. I don't know if there's any safe groundwater in North America. Why would there not be? Because there's stuff in the air, there's stuff in the clouds, there's stuff in the soil. You believe in that, chemtrails? No, but there's just stuff like like humans pee, and human pee is just a cocktail of antidepressants and uh, you know birth control pills and um, hypertension or whatever the fuck most Americans are being prescribed, opiates. That stuff's all in the water. What do they do? They treat it with chlorine to disinfect it so you don't get sick. And then I'm pretty sure it goes right back into the system. Shit. I guess you got to move to Ecuador. Yeah. Maybe if you could go somewhere untouched and find some clean water. Then even like the Fiji stuff, which first of all, you got to doubt that it's even from a natural spring. They're probably just filling it. Yeah. Fiji. But even if they weren't, it has been sitting in a plastic container for a year now. Exactly. The plastic, dude. I want to start a water bottling thing here because my land has a river running straight through it. And that river comes from a protected national park. So it's never touched. Just get glass and bottle of water. Yeah. That'd be sick. I got a like a kettle. Mm-hmm. An electric kettle. And I was making um, coffee like last week or something. And I just filled it from the tap and I set it to boil and then I poured it and I made my drink. And then once I, you know, once it was dry at the end, it like collected a bunch of little scaling it's called. Yeah. Yeah. I get that too. Yeah. It's just a bunch of like stuff that's in the water. That's on oh. the pot. Wait, I thought the scaling was something about the heating. It's because of stuff in the water. That's what I thought. Mm, I don't know. You're boiling the water and it's reacting with whatever heavy metals are in it. And they're leaving stains on the kettle. Which kind of bothered me. So I don't know. Got a different. I returned the kettle, got a new kettle, and I've been only using bottled water. And it's so far so good. Uh-huh. But I've only used it like three times. Yeah. Yeah, I would be so wary of any accessible water around Chicago. Yeah, so like apparently there's some chemical treatment plant in Rockford that dumped a bunch of shit, which is so Mm -hmm. annoying. Like, okay, there's no data about whether or not this stuff is harmful to humans yet. Probably is. Why are you trying to risk it? You know, like, oh, BPA has been found to be harmful. We're going to use BPA.2 or whatever. It's a new compound (laughs) we just made. That's not on the controlled thing list, so we don't got to list it, like, what are you doing if you if that's your job, if you're a chemical engineer? Like, how do you live with yourself? That's a great question. You come up with like new compounds that aren't in California's controlled whatever act. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know how so many people live with themselves. The only conclusion I can reach is that the US slash modern developed world is a system of trauma-based mind control. I feel like they're just out of touch. They don't think about what they're doing. Yeah, because they're mind controlled. They don't think about any of it. God, it's so weird. Just think about the Netflix they're going to watch. I see people drinking out of plastic cups all the time. I see people using solo cups to drink like hot beverages. Oh, damn. It's crazy. Although, yeah, Ecuador is probably even worse with that. I've actually seen people give hot beverages to go in a plastic bag. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty terrible. And it's just like they just don't know. They just don't think about it. They're just ingesting these trace plastic. And we're all ingesting trace plastic all the time. Yeah, dude, I'm wearing plastic. My shirt is literally made of microplastics. Yep, so is mine. And yeah, this uh, is really depressing, dude. I'm starting to get real down on the world. I'm not stoked on the world. It's probably just the, you know, post-drug rebound. Probably, yeah. Yeah, drugs were making me happy. Now, I'm sad. I definitely threw out like half my shirts in January as I was reading the labels. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. What are you gonna do? All these efforts are futile. You just drink ayahuasca all the time and live in the spirit world because the material world sucks. Or the metaverse. Hear me out. Oh my god, fuck. This is it. This is how Klaus Schwab is selling us all in the metaverse. You're a plant. Our former company is a psyop. Yep. And you're trying to suck me into that mentality. 100%. Get in the metaverse. You're doing a good job, dude. I've gotten oh, real bummed out on the world in this 40 minutes. Oh, my bad, man. I'm just I'm just free. I don't know. I feel okay about it. <laughs> All right. I'll hear you out. Tell me why. Tell me why I should join the metaverse. Join the metaverse. Uh, number one reason, hella fun. We go racing in the metaverse. There's no danger to crashing in real life. You crash in the metaverse, you can just start again. Very fun social activity. Mm -hmm. Number two, you no longer have to have outdoor social activities. You just do them in the metaverse. Outdoor social activities can be a drag. You don't got to leave the house. Yeah. And what's going to happen to my body? Uh, you don't need it. You can just be in the metaverse. You can just do whatever you want. You don't got to worry about eating healthy because it's going to be impossible to do anyway. So you just let it rot and you escape to the metaverse. Yeah, but if my body rots, I die. Nah, we'll, we'll do just enough to keep you alive. We'll just give you cereal every day for three meals a day. Cereal and milk. <laughs> Cocoa Puffs. Kellogg has his mission accomplished at the end of the day. I feel like that's day. not even far off from like half of America. No, it's not. I mean, the way we're living our analog lives is trending toward this anyway. I mean, not we, I'm not in this fucked up we, but the American way is trending metaverse. It's just like, because I feel like I'm pretty conscious about the things I ingest and the things I wear, et cetera. And like, so are you and like my immediate circle is, but then when I venture out of my immediate circle and people think like the stuff I do is like weird or eccentric and I'm like, how's like wanting to eat healthy? Yeah, that's the trauma-based mind control. It's weird and eccentric to 
care yeah. about your well-being. It's like, oh, like bougie city, you know, city slicker is too good to eat mac and cheese. <laughs> it's too good to eat boxed grits or whatever. Just eat your craft feces, be quiet, and enjoy your metaverse. Yeah, man. We went to this diner in Indiana on the way to Kentucky, and it was very slice of Americana. The server was like a 50-year-old woman with like blue eye shadow and poofed up blonde hair. Mm-hmm. She was like, oh, where are you guys from? And we're like, Chicago. She was like, I knew it. <laughs> brought us, you know what is clearly just like grocery store boxed food. And then there was like a 75 year old Vietnam vet sitting in the diner across trying to make conversation. I was just exactly what you want out of middle of nowhere diner. It sounds like a grand old Kentucky time. You know about this constitutional carry thing? How you can carry a firearm. You mean? Yeah, Indiana, Ohio, maybe a couple other states. You could have a firearm with no license. You yeah. Take it wherever you want. You have it in your holster, go to the store. Yeah, I think you said this last podcast, actually. Yeah, so it came to a, to a head yesterday, Sunday. There's a, a mass shooting at a mall in Indiana. A guy came in with a rifle, shot oh, three God. People, but was then shot by another customer of the mall carrying a handgun. Oh, Republicans probably jizzing over that. The system worked itself out. Uh, but also, obviously, you know, the one guy, that the other two people that were shot. Yeah, it didn't work out for them. Did not work out, had no part of this. But uh, hey, that, that dude with concealed carry saved unca- uncountable, is that even a word? Countless lives. Countless time, lives. Time for all the kindergarten teachers to get armed up. I think we should arm up the kindergartners. <laughs> we can't trust the teachers. Do we need to train them or do background checks? I think that there's often a lot of wisdom in kids. I think <laughs> we just let them figure it out. Follow their instincts. Follow their instincts with a gun. I mean, if they're true Americans, it's in their genes. They'll know how to protect their freedom. Yeah, exactly. So I think we, we got to arm all children. Apparently, Rogan was uh, was being blasted by the media for suggesting that we shoot all the homeless. There's no way Rogan suggested that. I didn't watch the podcast. Uh, maybe it was taken out of context. Maybe it wasn't. I uh, I imagine it was said, you know, in like a fucked up joking sort of way. Yeah, I'm sure. The media is just like, oh, you're not allowed to joke because you're uh I don't know, dude. It's just there's so Titan much of media. There's so much money to be made in just writing tabloid garbage on the internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, everyone wants to take Rogan down because he's the biggest voice, the king. That you just can't be a straight white man in this country anymore. Hey, that's, that's why I'm. That's why I'm in uh, Gringo Country. They take you down. Are you gonna hire a private military to kill your enemies? I wish I could hire John McAfee, but he's gone. R.I.P. Yeah. What did you think of his dangerous life? I was a little underwhelmed. I mean, I didn't realize how much of a scumbag he was, and I didn't realize how quickly his dangerous life came crashing down. But I'm glad I watched it because it was a good learning experience. I definitely (laughs) need to 
build up my cult infrastructure very slowly and subtly. And by the time people want to take me out, I'll be too powerful. Yeah, he just kept pushing way too far, way too quickly. You got to make moves in the shadows and then only expose yourself when you're invulnerable. Yeah, but <laughs> what is the end game of being like a John McAfee of running a little tribal, whatever, war town? Uh, sex. Yeah, he owned those three prostitutes that he bought. What? He bought prostitutes? Yeah, he had those three women that lived in his compound. Oh. You remember that part that would poop on him? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so weird, right? Yeah, that's like some suppressed stuff. He must have just, you know, realized he was a total scumbag subconsciously and not been able to bring it to his conscious awareness. So he's got to eat shit, literally. Literally. Dude, I feel like long-term monogamous relationships are where it's at. It's certainly where you're at. I don't know. I'm. You might be right. I go back and forth on this all the time. Like, I tried to play the field, but it's now been like three different girls that have either been over or I slept with them or we were hanging out. And I just, my heart was not in it. And I couldn't really make moves because I'm not over the monogamous one. Although, I don't know, if I was a king back in the day and I had like a harem, I would probably enjoy that. I think intimate connection and commitment is what you want. Yeah, I mean, I think that's more or less ends up being pretty obvious at some point to everybody. You know, everybody comes to that conclusion. Don't you also think it's valuable for a guy to have experience just slaying? To some extent. I mean, at least to like have experience enough to know what he wants. Just to prove to yourself that it was pointless the whole time? Yeah, what if like it is pointless, but you can't actually truly believe that until you experience it? Like you can yeah. know it intellectually, but you don't actually believe it in your being until you fuck a bunch of hoes. Yeah, I feel like most people would fall into that category. I'd love to skip that step because I don't really like casual sex. I don't really like mixing energies willy nilly. I'm not, I don't think my heart can be into anything where there's not something real, but I also don't want to date and revolve around one girl. So there's just no solution. There's no solution in the love life. There's no solution in the world. It's all fucked. Black pill time. Build your own reality build your own world and then in the metaverse no in the real verse and then people will gravitate towards seeing things in your reality i think you just hit the nail on the head i think you figured it out yeah i mean that's what the buddha did basically that's what neil strauss did in the game (laughs) did you read that book i actually read that book yeah i read that book I read it recently. Why would you read it recently? That guy's such a clown. That guy's such a clown. He 100% is. (laughs) At the end of the book, he realizes that being a famous Rolling Stone author is a much easier way to get women than pretending to be a street magician. So like what he was already doing. 
Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But the he had guy, to build his inner game. The guy that he's like taking advice from is just a total clown. He's a lunatic. Was that mystery? Mystery, the other street magician. He's yeah, like, yeah. Mystery. You got to wear street signs on your clothing. <laughs> I can't believe that was a a phase like that. That had a moment in culture. PUAs. Yeah, I don't think any actual woman was like. You know what I mean? Like they would just find the drunkest girl at the bar and by the process of hitting on all of them, they would just land on the one that was drunk enough to go home with them. It had yeah, nothing yeah. Their weird lines or their weird clothes. Yeah. That's the secret to the PUAs. Just hit on everybody. Yeah. And eventually someone will say, yeah, sure. But it's just so dumb that they would, you know, they made a little religion out of it with a whole little cult. Dude, they actually took themselves seriously hanging out in what they called their lair. <laughs> the Pua lair. How, how does it get that bad? How do you do that? You know, it's just feedback loops. Just reinforcing the delusion. You're creating a reality and then you're reinforcing that delusion with everyone around you. Mm. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like you want to stick to your reality and have people gravitate you and see things your way. But how do you know you're not deluded? You have to see how other people see things to check whether you're deluded. Yeah, no, you probably are. Most people, I would say, when they get that much influence are 100% you know, out of it. Do you think you can get that much influence, like absolute power without losing touch? No, probably not. Because That's I think crazy. Like- so it's like almost by definition, there's an inverse relationship between power and awareness. I think you can be aware, but like you have to offer some sort of delusion to gain that much power. You have to offer answers to questions that have no answers. Mm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like by definition, you, you fall, you're, you have to, pull the wool over these people's eyes more or less to get them to buy into your reality. Maybe, I don't know. There's probably an altruistic way to do it, but that seems like when Neil Strauss is talking about it and he's trying to convince all those girls to have threesomes with him, (laughs) that's what he talks about is he's created this reality where threesomes are normal for him and they're the weird ones for not going along with it. Frame. You got to have the most powerful frame. Exactly. So fucked up. Bunch of sociopaths. <laughs> but yeah, overall, good book. Yeah, uh, good in what sense? Uh, insightful. Not into the mind of an incel madman. Mm-hmm. Like, you definitely come off at the end of the book being like, this guy was a fucking idiot and probably still is. <laughs> but- yeah, he's a totally. I think he wrote another book called the truth where he talks about how everything he said in the game was BS. What about the rules of the game? Is that another one? I think he also wrote that, but also like he, cause I looked him up after he ended up getting married. Uh, to yeah, someone. And cheating on his wife. And then he wrote the truth about how oh, he grew from cheating on his wife. Terrible. <laughs> He's just a scumbag through and through. It's just, you could tell that this dude, was going to cheat on his wife because as I'm like, I search Neil Strauss and I'm looking up his shit. 
he's got like he has a funeral themed bachelor party <laughs> where he's he's having a funeral for style the pickup artist okay like how full of your own bullshit you gotta be <laughs> pretty full that guy's oozing bullshit like he must think that he's doing the world's women a disservice by putting style away putting style away yeah like not using his pua persona anymore and like oh that was his persona i thought it was another pua guy no no that was his persona so he had a funeral for his pua persona as his <laughs> party <laughs> which is just so clearly like it's for a spectacle because he has a photographer there mm-hmm. he's clearly like selling the image but i don't know he's just it's weird all right, man. So pull the wool over my eyes. Give me answers to the question that has no answer. What should I do with my life? I think that you should. It's tough. I think you should come up with the perfect blend of cacao and mushroom powder <laughs> and sell it for $50 a month. Okay. All right. It's 59 minutes now. I can't take any more than one more minute of this. How do we wrap this up? <laughs> oh my God. Fuck. You actually are making the metaverse sound appealing. Damn. I don't know if we should go out with any of this then. Go out with any of this? Like just not release it? Yeah. So this is one for the archives. Unreleased dark thoughts option. It's an option, but. I think we leave this one in the vault. I don't know, man. We've had some bad episodes. Why not just keep going? Number one episode, the one with Darth Trader. Yeah, that was great. That's why we need guests. That's what I, yeah. Okay. If we want to talk about repivoting, guests. Because then we can rehash the same bullshit and get a new perspective on it the same every time. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know, man. If I could like smoke some weed, I think... It would. I would have good ideas. I've got nothing. I've got nothing. Slippery. Yeah, it's, it's not a slope I'm going down. Stone cold sobriety. I've drawn the line in the sand. But I don't know what guests to have. I thought porn stars would be cool. I feel like we can... What if we... What? Hmm. What if we just like... Uh, have gurus as guests. You know, like people who who like fancy themselves spiritual teachers and pick them apart yeah that'd be really good probably but like initially initially we're approaching them like you know we're big fans and it would be such an honor to talk to them so yeah, they're ready be animal like what's the word anim i'm trying to what's the word for animosity as a verb um i don't know if there is one abrasive yeah, I guess. But we definitely should not be. Why? At, at any point. Um, they should be fairly civil. I think if you're very civil and you let people talk, you know, they'll play themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Especially with these guru types, you don't have to work too hard to get them to slip up. But that'd be fun. I would enjoy that. All right. So uh, I don't know. You gonna wear a face mask for the interviews? If we have a third guest, you you risk being exposed. 
Should we just have like terrifying masks? <laughs> <laughs> like the masks the Persians wore in 300? Yeah, something like that. Or like the anonymous masks. Mm. We could talk about definanced cryptocurrencies. In evil I, I feel like the value of this podcast is kind of as a time castle of this ridiculous period in humanity. So I don't know, like maybe there will come a time when we're putting out stuff regularly and like engage with our audience, but we're obviously not now. I don't know if any audience that we could gain later would, would be kept with any these there's some spicy content in the older episodes yeah i i think so there's some quite cancel worth content probably oh yeah for sure so what does that mean we just have to stay in the shadows for our lives no we just reboot over and over again until it gets clean enough but that stuff is still out there i mean people can go back and cancel us still well, yeah, but we just keep changing the, the title of the podcast. We just keep launching new podcasts with different mm. titles. Yeah, I don't know, man. Should I DM some hoes? Mm, nah, I think we just got to be patient. Definitely we could DM some hoes, but I don't know what they're going to add. I don't know what there is to add. I don't know. The longer I talk, the more pointless it feels. Dude, the more pointless everything feels. Is, but whatever. People just do stuff. Stephen King just gets up and writes. Yeah. Yeah, you just gotta do stuff, I guess. It's all pointless. People enjoy it. I don't really think it is all pointless. Like, He enjoys it. That's probably the big part. Yeah. Well, I think he's doing what he is here to do. Like... I think you just got to find what that is for you. There you go. You should be doing stuff that you enjoy. That's my big, my big thing. That's uh, as insightful a statement as anything we've said so far. Hell yeah. This is just practice for the guruhood. Of me or of you? Of you. Uh, Yeah, but that would be dumb because then I would just become delusional. And pay women to shit on me. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Maybe maybe that's the ultimate pleasure in life, is to have three native prostitutes poop on you. (laughs) John McAfee had it all figured out. Is that how we're going to wrap this up? I'm telling you, I don't. This one should just go in a vault somewhere. Yeah, but it just feels like such a waste. The dark episode, the black episode, that no one should listen to. I mean, we released an episode that you can barely hear. Episode ten, total piece of shit. Why would <laughs> we not release this? Yeah, that's true. So might as well put it out there, and you know, maybe there's. Maybe in retrospect, there's something good, but probably not. (laughs) So, yeah, this was probably a total waste of time, but thanks for listening, everybody. I feel like in general, I don't know. We should. I like making some sort of content. 
Yeah, I do too. Just got to have it be inspired. I'm just not in an inspired place at the moment. Should I stop recording? Did you want to say something else? No, I got nothing really. I just think that maybe we just bring in randos and ask them questions. And then that takes on a life of its own without too much planning. Usually that's how podcasts find their rhythm, right? They just keep trying stuff with different guests. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I mean, if you get someone who wants to come on, I'm down. I have my friend here in Vilcabamba. He was super bored and listened to some of our episodes. He's down to come on. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, I will I'll keep an eye out. We could talk about our trip to the brothel. <laughs> I told you about that, right? We played chess in a brothel. Yeah, neither of you got hookers? He did. But oh, uh, okay. yeah. How much did it cost? 15 bucks. One five dollars? Yes. For uh, he was with her for probably like 40 minutes or something. My God. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It was real depressing, dude. Similar to this conversation. It was like, I mean, I already was never going to pay uh, for sex because I just don't want to do that. But I was like, Jesus Christ, they're the, these girls are in such dire straits, like economic hardship that they're, you know, just fucking dudes all day for 15 bucks. Yeah, I, I don't know if I could live with myself. I would feel probably pretty bad during and after. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I don't judge him too harshly, I guess. Like, he is helping her in a sense, but it's just very depressing reflection of the state of the world. Fifteen dollars. Yeah. And according to him, she came three times and said it was the best she ever had. I'm sure she was telling the truth. I'm sure she was telling the truth, just like that car dealer. I mean, hey, you said it. Believe all women, right? Everybody got a good deal. percent <laughs> of people scammed the dealership. How are these guys making any money if they're just hemorrhaging on every single deal? Beats me. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Parting all right. words. Anything? Uh, haul it, ball it, never call it. Women are objects. And on that depressing note we end Dude. this depressing podcast what the, one of the guys from like the main incel podcast on youtube you know those fresh and fit guys no this is an incel podcast there's these guys they do this podcast in miami they're called fresh and fit and they do it's like a help men podcast you know where they help men get better at dating mm-hmm it's a total scam. They bring like a panel of women on that they find on Instagram. So there's, there's already a lot of selection bias. And then they berate them about like why they're so shallow. But again, they're literally picking aspiring Instagram influencers. And they always have this other guy on called Kevin Samuels who, you know, tells them how well, a 1% man can have any woman he wants. Why would he want you? Just weird shit like this. Uh, just real, what is it? Like red pill stuff? Um, I guess. Yeah, just real whatever it is on the internet, but definitely like their fan base is entirely in cells. They're also <laughs> on flagrant. Well, and you. <laughs> I, I only watched like one episode. Um, <laughs> but they were on flagrant. That's why I watched it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Schultz just like ripped them apart for 45 <laughs> minutes straight. Oh, that really, sounds entertaining. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, yeah, yeah. Any- like trying to like kind of promote their podcast and kind of like elevate what they're doing. Right. Uh, but then he sees that like it's getting nowhere and he just starts roasting him. 
That sounds hilarious. I might watch that. Like they're saying like like the game Pua shit. Like, oh you gotta, you know, you gotta care less and really like shit like that. Just these mm-hmm. like high school, mm-hmm. you know, theories on how to date. But one of the guys um that they would call in all the time and, and have all this shit ended up dropping dead this morning at fifty three. Oh shit. Damn. Of a heart attack. One of the guys of this podcast? No, one of their like frequent guests. Ah. Uh, okay. Well, so there's a big gap in um in cell influencer. There's a there's an opening currently. <laughs> Dude, any any guy who is just trying to help guys be better guys needs help being a better guy. Hell yeah. Like those puas. <laughs> like All right. All All right, right, seriously, dude. Seriously, dude. We got to stop. We got to in this. <laughs> this is so bad. This is yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, throw it in the vault. Why? Why do you want to throw it in the vault? Did you say something you regret? No, I don't think so. But if we're gonna, I don't know. Oh my god. Hello. Yeah. Our levels of recording here on the on the Zencaster thing are. Way different. You might be clipping, actually. Um, clipping? What's that? Like, if you look at the like little waves of audio, yours are very large and mine are very small, which means I might be too quiet and you might be too loud to where the high notes are getting cut off completely. Oh, well, it, it normalizes it in the post-production thing. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, that'll probably work out then. Mm-hmm. All right, any closing arguments? Life is tough and meaningless. <laughs> the Black episode. All right. As good a title as any, I'm depressed enough to probably sleep. So, All right. Next week, pivot. Pivoting hard. We're going to rebrand this podcast. It's going to be wholesome. It's going to be educational. It's going to attract all demographics. It's going to be a they, them podcast. They, them, theirs. So sober. Hell yeah. With celebrity guests like Johnny Depp (laughs) and Amber Heard. We're going to have them hash it out. Neil Strauss can moderate. We should get get Neil Strauss on. I'm sure he's not anything. Yeah, maybe we should get like washed up. Um, Washed up people who are like looking for redemption. That could be our niche. That'd be fun. Get John Travolta on here. He's not doing anything. But then we can't let him listen to the Black episode where we talk shit and unveil our plans of what we're going to do. Hmm. Dude, I'm sorry. I can't podcast sober. You're a good man. Um, We will figure it out. Drugs are never the answer. Yeah, that's true. Seven fourteen twenty two. The last day I did, or no, the first day I of the rest of your life. Rest of my life. Stone cold's over. All right, man. Okay. All right. It's over. Is it? Are we done? It's it's over. Let's let's wrap this thing up. (sighs) Okay. Relief. All right. Three, two, one. Done.